0: This is Kelly O'Hara, host of the Just Women Sports Podcast. During my interview with Alex Morgan in episode one, we talked a lot about her post-pregnancy return to play. Not all of that made it into the final show edit, but it's too good not to share. Hearing Alex talk about how little guidance there is regarding post-pregnancy training really opened my eyes, and it made me want to share this conversation with all of you. So we're releasing this bonus episode just covering Alex's pregnancy and her life as a new mother. I hope you enjoy, and to any new moms out there, congrats. How are you doing? You're in Florida. How is
1: motherhood? Good. It's great. I'm just at Charlie's disposal, and whenever she wants to eat or cry or sleep, it's like, I swear, it's like she's sleeping, and I need to wake her up to eat, and then she's awake, and I'm like, go to sleep. You know, it's like this forever, like, cycle, terrible cycle of like waking her up when she doesn't want to be awake, putting her in bed when she doesn't want to be asleep and just eating at all times. So
0: is it are you doing that because you learn like you've been told that you need to get her on a schedule or are you just like, oh, I need to feed her every what is it, two to four, three, five, six hours? What is it? I don't
1: know. Every two to three hours. Yes, okay. um, from the beginning of one feed to the beginning of the next. So it's like uh, an hour and a half. So it's not like fair for that. They say that, but that's fine. That's the way it goes. And yeah, it's been I mean, I've adjusted to it and it's pretty much gone like pretty smooth. Charlie's like a super easy baby and I've had a lot of family here to help me. So that's been really nice. She looks very happy in all the pictures you send me. Yeah, I only take pictures of her when she looks happy. I delete the ones that she's crying in immediately. No. I just share the ones that she's happy. Um, many times she's sleeping or crying, and yes. I'm trying to put a cute bow on her, and she's like, <laughs> "eh," like taking it off, or it's like blinding her in her face. Um, bows always look so cute, but they're really not easy to keep on. So
0: no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known that if you didn't tell me. You'll that. find out soon enough. Maybe, maybe. if we ever maybe get to day. camp
1: again. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um... How many U.S. soccer jerseys does she have? Does she have like a Charlie jersey or does she have a Carrasco?
1: What does she have? Um, Anything yet? She has an Orlando onesie. Okay. With Charlie on the back. And then U.S. soccer is, I think Ryan and Jake are sending, are sending a U.S. soccer jersey. It's like in the mail right now. So I'm really excited oh, to get it.
0: I can't wait to see her in it. That's yeah. awesome. So to continue on this, I want to talk first about what has become the most, probably most important thing that's ever happened to you? Becoming a mother and um, just everything that the last year entailed with that, I guess maybe 10 months, nine months. So, what were your initial thoughts when you found out you were pregnant?
1: I was really surprised, but I was so excited because, you know, we were looking forward to starting a family sometime soon. And we were just surprised that it happened as quickly as it did but we're definitely lucky that you know this little girl chose us and then it was kind of an interesting time because i feel like i was navigating my injury with my knee i was dealing with like us coming back from the world cup and like adjusting into our teams and the league and so i kind of um i found out like maybe mid august and it was like what do i do because i don't want to You know, you never want to say anything too soon because of fear for, um, you know, not being able to keep the baby. So I was trying to navigate that. It was like a little weird, but I had my knee injury and I was like, well, it's kind of like a good excuse to like go home now to L.A. where we were living at the time and like deal with my knee and then be able to take my time and like announce on my own terms. And so we did get to do that, which I'm very thankful for. And she grew perfectly inside of me rather than, you know, being on her own terms. She stayed to course and and yeah, gave birth six weeks almost ago. It's crazy to think that Um, I know that seems like it feels like forever ago. To be honest, it really does. So just to walk it back a little bit, because you're talking about knee injury. So
0: you came out of the World Cup knee was hurt. And then, yeah, did you get mm -hmm. back onto the field? Because you did, I feel like you got in for like 15 minutes, you got hit in the head. And did you know you're pregnant then?
1: So I found out and I was like kind of on my way getting back into playing, but like my knee wasn't feeling great, but it was like, I could play on it, you know, how as athletes you are can like, push well, through. yeah, you can push through. And I was like, I'll just deal with how my knee is feeling afterwards and, you know, make sure I do everything I can to recover for the next game. So... Yeah, I got into the Chicago game. Um I got hit in the head and um I was just like kind of concerned at that moment because I was like I you know was already like really hesitant to put myself in that position. Um I talked to some doctors and they said like That the baby's super protected, like in the pelvis, um, until about 10 to 12 weeks. So I was really early on and I was like, okay, like I feel okay, like continuing to play until around like eight or 10 weeks. And then each like day that went on, obviously things just start going in your head and like you start to get stressed and anxious and like obviously start Googling everything. Um, (laughs) Was that you? You were just Googling away? oh yeah i didn't know like the first thing like you're like oh when do you feed her every six hours every (laughs) two hours you know it's like that's how it is i feel like every single day even today i'm like googling things what does a six-week-old do how do you entertain a six-week-old and keep them awake like what's awake time supposed to be like (laughs) so yeah i feel like i was googling everything at that point but that's when i think i took a week or two to like really try to get my knee figured out and be like, okay, what's the best plan of action? And then I ended up before the end of season moving back to LA because I was pregnant. I wanted to be a servando, but also um, that was the best place to get like long-term PT for my knee, which I did throughout my entire pregnancy. And it was really great.
0: Yeah. That's definitely a blessing in disguise to be able, you know, you were able to take that time to get something better while you were growing a baby inside of you. Yeah. I remember we were at a camp cause I got injured beginning of August with my ankle and we, had te- we were texting. We weren't in the same place, we were texting and I was like, oh, I'm not drinking until I'm back on the field. Like I need to get this ankle right. And so, and then we were back in camp and I was like, hey, do you want to go get a drink? And you're like, I thought you weren't drinking. I'm not drinking either until my yeah. knee's better because you hadn't told anybody about being pregnant. And I was just like, oh, okay. I guess yeah. you completely fooled me and then when I saw you, uh, I think it was like what, October? And you told me, I was like, Oh, now I see what you did there. Yeah,
1: I so you told me that you're like, Oh, I just wanna focus on like my recovery and like my injury and I'm not like gonna drink or anything. And I was like, Hmm, that's a good Yeah, I was card. like, I should say that. So I was like, Yeah, Kelly's not and so I need to get my knee right too. So I'm not. So I went to like the VMAs with Ash and Allie and I was like no, like I you know, I made this pact with Kelly, like we're just not gonna drink until our injuries until we're healed and they were like, Oh, okay, like didn't think anything of it and I was like, Woof.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dodge that bullet. Yeah. Oh man. Um so obviously you're able you you know, you get through what is it, the first trimester and you're you feel comfortable telling people, you announce it. Um what was your thoughts towards soccer. Cause I know that when we spoke about it, you were like, my first priority is having a healthy baby, a healthy pregnancy. And then, you know, if I can come back because Olympics was coming up very quickly. Um, so, but then I feel like something changed because you were still training, you were getting in all of this, all these touches, that sort of thing. And which I was pumped about. Cause I was like, Oh, she's, you know, she's planning on doing this, trying to go for the Olympics. But like, what was your mindset through basically up until the Olympics got canceled?
1: Yeah. Or not canceled, but postponed. Yeah. um, I was basically training as much as I could, as much as my knee allowed me. I was getting back on the field and able to do stuff in the second trimester and I was like training, like out on the field, um, shooting with Dave, doing group training and stuff. Nothing contact at that point. I was just like doing kind of touches on the ball, shooting, fitness stuff like that, and trying to listen to what my doctor had to say um, in terms of fitness and heart rate, and make sure you manage that, and then also googling as much as I can. Um, I feel like there's really not enough research or. I don't know, data on um, pregnant athletes. And so I found some like blogs about women like running marathons late in pregnancy and this and that. And like, I I was just like, okay, I'm going to do what I did before, but I'm going to like not elevate my heart rate too much. And um, so I just kind of tried to be as careful as possible, but like stick to like who I am as an athlete. Um, and not forget about that. And um, that was also an important piece of me like feeling still like good throughout my pregnancy because everyone says like staying active while you're pregnant is like important. It helps with labor and birth and recovery. Um, It's definitely helped with recovery a lot. But I feel like up until the Olympics was postponed or canceled this year i started to get a little more anxious like as the weeks got like closer to me delivering because i was like okay well what if she goes past her due date like what if i have to have a c-section like how you know how is that going to affect my recovery so although it was like such a bummer and devastating to have the olympics be like canceled for this year and still up in the air for next year for me it was like I was able to breathe a little bit because I didn't have to feel like, okay, I'll have to like induce like on her due day if she doesn't come by that, you know, thinking like selfishly. So I stopped thinking that way and was like, okay, she's going to come on her terms. which she did, she came 10 days late. Um, she needed a little extra help to get out too. And, um, and it was kind of just like worked out in a way that like, I was able to really have like, a relief almost and like stress kind of like leave me at the end of the pregnancy.
0: I mean, I was very obviously, like you said, having the Olympics postponed was a major bummer. Um, but in your situation, it was like the best possible thing. So I'm think I was thankful because I was worried about you like as a friend coming back and pushing because again, uneducated here about return to play after pregnancy. What what were you thinking it was going to have to be? And now kind of what are you doing in that area?
1: Well, I was always thinking like, okay, what's as soon as possible I can get like back on the field. So when can I get running? You know, they say six weeks, you're kind of released, but can I like start running at three weeks or four weeks, you know, like how much can I push it? And then I talked to like Kate Markgraf and she was like, yeah, I felt really good a week after delivering. So I like went on a jog and then she's like, and then I like effed up my back and this and that. And she's like, so just take your time. And I'm like, well, I can't really take my time. You know, there's, we're on like a time crunch here. Like, so um, I, all this stuff was going through my head. Um, I started actually, following this um, program um, called BirthFit and I've been following their postpartum program as well which has been amazing but it is at a slower pace than I was going to go when the Olympics was like on schedule for this year so now like knowing that I have a little more time and we have you know maybe national team camp in this fall or something like that I can make sure that I'm like taking the proper steps um, to my recovery because, you know, I really haven't done core work in months. Um, it, it's been stretching my stomach. So, you know, it takes time like to get back to normal to take that weight off. I'm also breastfeeding, and it's like you have to have a little bit of fat for that breast milk to be able to, um, feed your baby and have like enough to feed your baby. So I'm kind of trying to like work through it every day and make sure like I'm getting enough in my body and I'm working out like a little bit. I'm doing spin class, like, um, we have a Peloton, so I'm doing some cycling and I'm doing some like lifting and stuff, but it's just body weight. So I'm taking now like a slower approach, but an approach where I feel like once I get back on the field that like I am 100% like no possible room for like an injury because of me rushing back on the field.
0: Yeah, that's great. Slow and steady wins the race here, especially because there's just so many physical changes that happen to your body through pregnancy and then through labor and post, you know, so. Oh, yeah,
1: I mean, for sure. And like, I feel really good right now, but also like I have just started doing like body weight and like like lunges and squats and like dead bug and um, bird dog and stuff like that, that like for me is like an RDLs or like good mornings, just like body weight stuff that is typically pretty easy for us. But like my hamstrings are like shot at the next day. So it's weird, you know, like that kind of tells me, okay, like this slower approach is the right approach.
0: So you're following a specific plan from a a program.
1: Yeah, I'm following the BirthFit postpartum program. And there's really like no protocol. I mean, obviously it's like, we'll get your core activated and start with upper body and lower body and like start slow and like take it one day at a time you know but I feel like it's kind of like trial and error almost because there's it's not like black and white like oh you go to PT like physical therapy and like this is our six week outline of things you kind of have to see how your body feels everybody's different um I what I really wanted have a vaginal delivery. I didn't want to have a C-section unless necessary. Um, Obviously, I would do it if it was necessary, but um, I felt like recovery would be easier um, by having like a natural delivery. So um, I'm really glad that I was able to have that sort of delivery that I wanted. Um, And uh, and I think that that's helped like with my recovery, but I also don't want to like jump the gun just because I feel good. I don't want to be like, oh, let me just go on a three mile run or anything like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Do you think that part of the reason there isn't, like, you know, you said with a specific injury, you have a PT return to play protocol. And a lot of times return to play for specific injuries don't go as planned. You know, you have, like, you think you're going to go from A to Z, a straight line, but it's all over the place and you get there. Do you think, like you said, there's not concrete return to play after pregnancy because there's not enough information or they haven't, you know, grouped it all together and figured out how we get professional athletes back on the field quickest is that why or is it just because everybody's delivery pregnancy how their bodies change is so different we can't they probably can't prescribe a detailed set plan
1: yeah i would say like it's a combination of those so i feel like Like a lot of doctors um, say like, oh, six weeks, like you're cleared. Like, what does that mean? Um, And a lot of times, like your body is not ready to just like do whatever it pleases at the gym or whatever it is in terms of fitness right at six weeks. Um, And then, of course, like everybody's different. It is like an injury in a way um, where your recovery is going to be different. You know, some people come back from ACL in five or six months. Some people it takes a year. Um, Some people you know, very rare, but some people can never recover from it. Um, So I feel like it's similar to that. You just never know how like your body is going to react to something. So I feel pretty lucky that I'm able to take it slow right now, because if we had the Olympics coming up, I would not be able to take it slow.
0: What is your biggest um, surprise being a new mother?
1: Hmm, my biggest surprise. Hmm. I feel like like Charlie's pretty easy, you know, like for the most part knows between like day and night and like she feeds pretty well. Like I was really concerned about breastfeeding. Um, I didn't really see like a lactation consultant. Um, and I had heard it's like really difficult she like latched really well I'm very lucky Um, she's healthy Um, I obviously like I get concerned over the littlest things you know what's this rash or like why is she making this sound or like why isn't she like eating as well as she did like yesterday or things like that or like why is her poop brown and it was yellow earlier you know it's like I freak out about so many questions so many questions yeah seriously but I, I think overall it's been like it's been pretty great i think the the one thing that i'm like getting back into working out is i'm happy we have like an at-home um gym in our garage because if not like i would be like what do i do with my baby when i like leave you know so yeah right now it's like i'm lucky servando come like he only has training for like an hour and a half right now um and he's home most of the day so um i don't know i'm like i Do I need like a nanny or do I need like someone? I don't know. I need like a grandma to come and watch her because I'm like, what am I supposed to do when I'm actually back on the field? Um, So you need to start that process of figuring that out.
0: Well, if anyone's good at logistics, it's you. So I have no doubt that you'll have that hammered out. I know that's why I'm
1: like kind of stressing because I'm like, (laughs) I don't have it like settled. But also we live in Florida right now and I'm kind of like, are we going to go back to California for like the holidays or even sooner or like what's going on? You know, the NWSL is like has this tournament right now. And is there going to be anything else the rest of the year? It's kind of like probably not, but possibly, you know, so it's, it's like, I have no idea where we're going to be from now until like the end of the year. And I think that complicates things. Yeah. But you're no stranger to that. Well,
0: you're crushing motherhood. So excited for you. It's awesome to see you in this new role. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And also don't forget to sign up for the Just Women Sports newsletter. It's everything you need to see and know in women's sports delivered straight to your inbox. And while you're at it, also throw us a follow on social. It's at Just Women Sports. Our show is co-produced by Just Women Sports and Boom Integrated, a division of John Marshall Media. Big thanks to our executive producers, Haley Rosen, Adrian Glover, and Robin Lai. John Murray and Sydney Shaw do our research. Post-production is by Jen Grossman and Clint Brooks. Special thanks to Jesse Louie, Sarah Storm, and Haley Koppmeyer. I'm Kelly O'Hara, and you've been listening to the Just Women Sports Podcast. See you next week.